Blog Talk Radio. The great city playboys, they're always around to help build your hope up, then help drag you down. They'll leave you with nothing worth singing about. Hey, what's up, everybody? It is Thursday, May 20, I mean, May 18th. Oh, Jesus. Trump's first day is uh, still going strong. Um, May 18th, 2017. You're checking in with your smoking nephew, Blazing Rye. Uh, you know, Weeks and I just can't seem to get the intros to the show together. Uh, either I'm here and he's not, or he's here and I'm not, like last week where there was a bit of a delay. So it appears uh, I cannot locate him. So our good friend Vinny B thinks that this is uh, just the best part of the show here. Let me just ask where you at via uh, text simile over here and see if that gets delivered. Okay, it was delivered. All right. And Weeks is one of these weird people who keeps his red receipts on, you know, these uh, messages where you can tell whether... uh, uh, this notification where you can tell whether something's been read or not. And uh, typically that type of feature is uh, for losers. And in fact, uh, there was a situation where um, recently uh, my friend got a, a number, a boy's number, cute boy's number, and then he saw that he had his red receipts on and uh, – he said, well, I guess it's over. Um, okay, so let's see. No weeks, no weeks, no weeks. Where's weeks? God damn it. Um, let's try this. I'm going to try and dial weeks' number. And he's one of the few numbers that I actually remember, you know, from when we were younger, back when you had to remember people's phone numbers. I say that, and yet I, I think I'm... I think I'm forgetting now that I say it. Oh, feel it in your body when you're around. Let's see. He's under, what's his first name? Jonathan? Jonathan Kmart Weeks, I believe is his name. Boy, I have a lot of J's in my phone. Jesus fucking hell. Jonathan, Jonathan, Jonathan. Oh my God. I'm just scrolling and scrolling in my phone through the J's. All right, let's try this. So we go... Deet, 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 and dial out, and let's see what happens. Call failed or was not answered. All right. So either he's trying to uh, ignore us or um, there just was no answer. So let's see. Let me try Facebook. We have various ways of getting in touch with people today. Um, By the way, Tom uh, Fogarty just said something on uh, Facebook about something having to do with... uh, the the uh, Master Chef Junior. Let me see here. I just message weeks, 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 weeks. Again, I can't really get too mad because I was late last year. I mean, last week. I'm not feeling well. In case you couldn't tell, uh, I'm wondering if uh, weeks fell asleep and is not wakeable. Let's try one more time dialing the number and we'll see if we can reach him.
Great radio here. I know. All right. Call failed or was not answered. Let me just see who we've got over here. Uh, 917, what's your name? Where are you checking in from? Hello? Hey, Hello? how's it going? Hello. How are you, my friend? I'm doing all right. Is this, uh, is this Vinny B? Yes, it is, my friend. How are you? Uh, this sounds like a very racist accent you're doing. <laughs> What's going on, brother? I just wanted to make you feel even more uncomfortable after dead air. <laughs> Do something completely <laughs> racist. <laughs> What's going on, buddy? Well, well you did. Um, you know, I, I don't know. You know, last week, uh, weeks, uh, I was very late and weeks was on time. And, and this week, I really needed to tell weeks this story about the red wedding. Um, and uh, he is not. <laughs> he's not here. Um, so, uh, what, what do you, what have you got in store for the next, uh, are you, uh, are you working? What are you doing? Are you walking around? Are you smoking a cigarette? What are you doing? I just cigar smoking a cigar. I'm done working and I was about to hop on the train and I, I saw a friend in need. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> so me being um, the good Samaritan that I am, I decided to, uh, give a call in. Thank you. Do you mind if because I tell you? Go ahead. I would, I would, I would love, love to hear about the red wedding. Okay, uh, that's what I was gonna say. And uh, did, were you, were you about to say something else? No, sir, I was not. I'm, I'm just glad that I could fill dead air with racist <laughs> um, vocal. <laughs> yes, thank you, you know, for that. I was just like, how can, how can I make Blaze and Rye feel more com- uncomfortable? And even worse. Uh, it so... made it even worse. Exactly. <laughs> Um, all right, so we'll keep an eye out for in case John Weeks is around. But um, but I was going to tell him, and, and uh, Vinny, you know that Weeks and I have had a lot of um, bad experiences with weddings. Uh, and, right. Um, I'm hearing a, a lot of static on your end. Is that are you are you and near I'm like I'm going a, to take care. It's not static. It's that unfortunately I'm in the heart of Chinatown. And I'm trying to get rid of, I'm, I am walking away from all the truck noises, ah. et cetera. I am running, actually. Oh, okay. oh no problem. Yeah, no so problem. I apologize. No I, I apologize about that. No problem. You're a, you're a lifesaver and a racist. Um, okay. So uh, here's what happened. The, this, I, I go to a lot of weddings, and um, I, I'm, I'm eventually going to write a book, and, it, it, this wedding really solidified my need to uh, write a book about all of my wedding experiences. And um, uh, in a lot of them, I am a groomsman. So the book is going to be called something like Always a Groomsman, you know, that whole, like, uh, Always a Bride, right, Never a Bride. Right, of course. Never a Bride, yeah, right. But it, right, exactly. And in terms of this wedding, as I said to weeks a couple weeks ago, um, my therapist uh, said... Uh, out of all the weddings you don't want to go to, this one seems the least desirable. So uh, who was getting married was my uh, two of my friends from college. And uh, I went to the wedding and their hashtag, by the way, you know, a lot of weddings, they have very clever hashtags. Um, th- this wedding, their names are uh, uh, Ryan and Jessica. And so their hashtag was just hashtag R and J day. Hashtag R&J Day, which I think is definitely the worst hashtag for a wedding I've ever heard. You know, it's very uncreative. And I even told I told people that early on, like it's just not a it's not a good hashtag, but they went with it anyway. And there's also a lot of uh, suicidal connotation with uh, Romeo and Juliet and all that stuff. Absolutely, so, sure. You know, yeah, not the uh, I mean, not the most positive hashtag to use, and uh, not at all creative. Um, so that was their hashtag. And I went to R&J Day, so I drove down to Virginia uh, from Brooklyn, and uh, I spent an hour and a half in the Holland Tunnel, which was, that was like, I spent most of the trip in that damn, or near the Holland Tunnel. Terrible. And then which I, is I go, the course. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that, though. It didn't tell me on, on Apple Maps. And then I get to the, I get to the hotel, 
uh, and um, bad things happen. And then the next day is the day of the wedding. So uh, the um, you know I had a pretty lovely day. I, I I ran at the hotel gym on the treadmill, and then I went uh, into every time I go to a new town or a new state or country or whatever, I go to a record store and pick up a record or or two or three from that area. So I did that. Right. Um, this place called Mobius Records. It was uh, it was a delicious place over in Fairfax, Virginia, and uh, the guy who owns it looks just like David Frost. And um, I I got some <laughs> wonderful stuff there. Uh, they and and I got a, a George Carlin record. Uh, it was a it's a like a new vinyl version of Jammin' in New York. And he said, Oh Wait. man, nice. And yeah, he was really happy I was getting that and he all, and I got Future Island's new record and he said oh man this is an amazing record I said oh I have that play the last one all the time and uh, it just seemed like a nice guy and these kids were running around terrorizing the place and he was trying to uh, the parents were not in control and he was trying to get the records away from the kids and it was uh, just a wonderful place and then I went to another record store called Records and Tape Record and Tape Exchange which was terrible and it was right it was right next to uh, it was like in a big shopping center so it was terrible and a terrible place. Wait, do they then, do they actually have cassette cassette tapes? I'm sorry, do, I had to stop yes. you there. Did, yes, they do. They do. Both both places did, I think. Really? That's crazy. Yeah, it's it's cassettes are also kind of making a comeback, though it doesn't make any sense, but they are. No, it really doesn't. Um, it's the worst quality of sound out there. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, so, uh, you know, next thing, I mean, next, you know, uh, CDs will be the new vinyl and tapes will be, I don't know, you know, it's just, uh, it's all cyclical. So, right. um, to the major point here, I, I, day was pretty good. And then the night was a night, uh, of terror. And, um, I'll just tell you, Vinny, that by the end of the night, Somebody wound up dead. Oh man! So that's what, not good. You can't. You no, can't leave the comedy out of that one. No. So what happened was, um, I, you can't get comedy, but you can get a, a little cliffhanger. Uh, so I, I go to the wedding. The, the guy, uh, it's at this like big uh, field or something. The guy tells me to. Um, uh, park up the hill. So what I do was uh, I go up the hill, and there were these three dogs who had been running around, running amok, and uh, they were very, uh, you know, they, they seemed all riled up, and so I figured since they were outside that there was no issue, so I get out of the rental car, but then I feel uh, one of them headbutt me in the leg, and I, I go like, oh, what? shit, and I get back. I felt one of the dogs headbutt me in the leg. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's not good. So, no. So I get back in the rental car when that happens, and I get back in the car, and I'm in the car, and then um, uh, I waited for that dog to walk away a little more because I had to get the, the wedding was starting. It was like it, it had already started. I was like right on time, so it was starting, right. and uh, it um, uh, the, the dog. As so, I get out of the car. Then that same dog runs back after me. And I'm trying to be nonchalant. I'm in my Ryan Seacrest distinction suit from Macy's. And it was, you know, was, I was trying to just be. This was a wedding that I barely even went to. I hope you understand. This is a wedding that I really, like, it, I just meant to be under the radar, whatever. So I get out of the car. Right. This dog runs, runs after me, bites me in the back of the leg near my ass. Whoa. Uh, so, <laughs> so I get bitten. Whoa. Um, yeah. And, uh, and I yell out, Fuck. And uh, luckily, I was uh, you know far enough from the actual uh, procession to I don't think they heard my fuck, but the owner did. And the the dog owner comes out and he's uh, he says, uh, "You okay?" And I said, "Well, I just got bit." And he said, um, "Well, let's see." And I said, "I mean, it's up here. It's you know, it was uh, where my fucking uh, like ass is basically." And so. Right. Um, he uh, uh, he said he didn't break the skin or anything, did he? And I said, I don't think so, but I wasn't sure. And I was in some pain, but it was also just like there was a lot going on in that moment. So uh, I he said he's just excited from all the traffic. And I said, gotcha. And then I start walking down the hill to the wedding. And then I'm trying not to um, make too much noise. And everyone's looking back at this point for all the people 
proceeding through the wedding, the groomsmen and bridesmaids and stuff. And I tried to go in the sneakiest way possible, which was a gravel path. And it turned out that the gravel (laughs) made a lot of noise. And uh, I was, you know, making a fool of myself. And then I go and I sit in the very back row and I'm kind of hiding there. I am writhing in pain, faking a smile for part of the time, but mostly I am I am watching this happen, and it's the whole ceremony was a lot of cliches and platitudes and nonsense. So I had a very kind of a I had a scowl on my face that was compounded by the dog bite, and um, right. I and so uh, that oh, was uh, super awkward. And afterwards, uh, they wanted to take a big picture. Uh, of of the whole group, so mm-hmm. they um, they had us uh, they had us all pose um, like with them in the front and stuff. And so I turned to my friend from college, Jamie, and I said, you know, uh, I just got bitten by a dog. Do I need to go to the hospital? What do I do? And and her husband's like, oh, you should get that checked out, uh, you know, tomorrow or something. And Jamie says, well, I don't, I think you're fine if he didn't break the skin. Did he break the skin? And I said, I don't know. I haven't seen. I have no idea. Um, and I said, it, it is painful, though. And so she she eventually offered to, when we went inside, she offered to, uh, like, go in the bathroom with me. Because when I went into the bathroom, there was no mirror in there, so I couldn't even see uh, the back of my right. leg. And uh, and I said, well, let me ask Lundy, since his dad's a doctor. And, uh, and so what we did was, uh, L- now Lundy keep in mind is a guy that I used to kind of have a, a, a crush on. And, uh, and so when, when I'm, I ask him to, and he knows this. And so I ask him, I need you to come in the bathroom with me and I need to pull my <laughs> pants down. He, he was like, he said, you did this on purpose. And I said, it is something I would do, but not in this case. I did not do this on purpose. And, uh, and so we're, he's like, okay, fine. And so we're walking to the bathroom and he goes, uh, Nothing to see here. Nothing to see here, everyone. And we, uh, and then there's somebody in the bathroom, so we wait for her to come out. <laughs> she comes out, and then the two of us go into the single bathroom thing together. Uh, and um, I pull my pants down, and he looks at the bite, and he goes, oh, 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 oh. And I said, I said, did he break the skin? And Lundy goes, he did, he did, but you're fine, you're fine, just, just like – Put some Neosporin on it, um, and uh, and I said, should we text? Should we text a picture of it to to Doctor Lundy to your dad? And he's like, no, no, you're fine, you're fine. And uh, and then he said, I'll I'll tell the um then the property owner, the venue, uh, the wedding venue owner, who's different from the dog owner. An important distinction here. Uh, so he uh, he told uh, we we go next door, <laughs> we leave the bathroom. I pulled my pants up. Um, we leave the bathroom, and I said, "Thanks for blowing me in there, uh, like loudly." And, and uh, he laughed. He, he laughed, thankfully. Um, can I can and, I ask uh, one question? If yeah, you don't mind? of course. Go um, ahead. Okay, so you parked. You had to go through this man's property to get to the venue. There was like a. There's a. It's kind of on this. Big uh, development of land, and the where I parked was at like the top of a, a driveway kind of thing that the whole complex uses. So I was not on the dog owner's property, but I was right outside it. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you had you had such the perfect southern experience. But go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> So then, I love how that's your question of all the things you could ask there, but fine. Okay, so yeah, I, I, I've uh, never, yeah, go ahead, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, go ahead. What were you going to say? No, it was just so odd to me. It's like, um, I got, you know, I, th- I just pictured it in this, like, this uh, redneck's um, backyard. You know, this, <laughs> he had a huge backyard, and these dogs are fucking, uh, he's having two yeah. full fights. That's <laughs> you know? basically how two it guys was. Are playing, yeah. Two guys, two yeah. guys are playing banjos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and then and they uh, went yes. and they raped Ned Beatty. It was a good time. Uh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, and uh, <laughs> you know, you know me. So <laughs> I go. Uh, so uh, I I leave the bathroom with Lundy. Lundy says to the owner of the wedding property, and I need to think of a name to call him for the purposes of the story because I don't know his actual name. What should I call him? 
Uh, wait, now, you're, what, what person is this that you're calling? You don't have to give a name. Is this the actual doctor? No, this, there was no doctor. This is the property owner who owned the wedding venue. Oh, Jed. Call him Jed. I like Jed. <laughs> but he's not the redneck with the dogs, to clarify. Okay, I got it. That's Jed. Um, Henry. How about Henry? <laughs> Henry's a good one. <laughs> okay, Henry. Sure. So, um, so Lundy takes me next door to like the tech booth where they're setting up the stuff and says, um, uh, Henry, this is my friend Ryan. He, uh, uh, he got bit by a dog next door. And uh, do you have any Neosporin or anything? And Henry said, oh, my God, are you serious? That's never happened before. And he said, um, why, why don't we, uh, well, I'll take you upstairs and, and we'll do a little better than Neosporin. So he says that, and I'm thinking, like, I'm going to go and let this just complete stranger treat me. Lundy says he's trustworthy. Uh, so I go up with Henry through his house, and then he, on right. the way through, he, like, has a headset in, and he's all business. He's kind of like James Bond. And then this, his son, <laughs> um, in the process of me walking back to his house, his son comes back from college, and so he hugs him hello, and then he introduces me. He's like, Cole, this is Ryan, and I shook his hand, and he said, nice to meet you. It's so awkward. And, uh, and he said, why don't you sit in the great room and get comfortable? And I didn't know what the hell the great room was, so I just sat wherever he left me, and he went to get some uh, antiseptic and whatnot, and then uh, he comes back down. He's like, oh, no, I meant the, uh, the other room. We want you to relax. And I, I said, oh, yeah, I just didn't know which one that was. So then I went in, like, the living room, I guess is what it really was. And, um, and he said, okay, why don't you put your, put your foot up on this ottoman? Um, and I said, oh, but it's, the bite is back here. And he goes, oh, okay. Uh, why don't, why don't we go upstairs, uh, then? And so we go upstairs and I go into this, uh, this old white man's bathroom. I shouldn't say old, like middle-aged white man's bathroom and, um, (laughs) and pull my pants down and he takes a picture (laughs) of the bite. (laughs) He takes a picture of the bite and shows it to me and it's pretty gruesome. Um, and, uh, he, uh, put some hydrogen peroxide on it first and, uh, then some, um, like, uh, triple antibiotic and then he puts band-aids on it. And, uh, he says, you know, that guy, he just bought the property a month ago and then we don't know him very well. We've been doing weddings here for 20 years. We've never had this kind of problem before. Um, and, uh, I'll give you, please don't, please don't sue me. Well, that's what he was saying to you, basically. He he never seemed to think that he was liable at all because he he said he said I'll give you the guys I'll give you the guy's name and uh, you know you can do what you want with it uh, and right, he right. gave me the guy's name right and then he said that he the guy used to be a uh, linebacker at Penn State and my initial thought was oh God I don't want to sue someone who got molested uh, <laughs> and that was honestly <laughs> yeah that was honestly my first thought. Because the timeline would have worked out where he was there with Sandusky and Paterno and, um, and, oh, the, and, uh, but I just said, Oh God. And then the guy says, well, I don't think he's much of a linebacker now. He's more like he hate too much Cheetos, but he gave me the guy's name. And, uh, and anyway, <laughs> so, um, it's weird though. Cause he has the same name as another guy who's currently in the NFL and it's, uh, not that common a name. So very strange. Uh, though one of the okay, letters Simpson. is different. <laughs> I OJ think OJ is, there you go. OJ, OJ has not been in the NFL for a long time. Um, <laughs> so, so then um, the guy, the guy says, uh, Henry says, you know, he fixes me up. I put pull my pants back up. We walk out, <laughs> and he says, uh, um, uh, you, uh, you know, some some Jack Daniels should probably make you feel better. And I said, oh, I quit drinking three and a half years ago. And he said, Oh, okay. And then later in the night, he came up to me and said, you know, you know, Ryan, the, uh, the brisket is, uh, that'll make all your worries go away or something. And I said, good thing. I'm not a vegetarian. Although lately I feel like, uh, it's lately. I feel like I should be, I, said, this is, I mean, it's get, it's appearing ruder and ruder to me to eat animals. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> I know the feeling. Okay. So, so I, uh, it was not the reaction I expected, but it is the one we needed. I go to um, the uh, into the wedding and I tell uh, I tell Joe, my friend Michelle Kinney's uh, uh, husband, what had happened, and he says, "You need a lawyer to sue him, like immediately, because he's an attorney." <laughs> and uh, and I was like, "Maybe." Um, and uh, so then throughout the night, I am basically like 
doing what I would usually do at a wedding, dancing and, and mingling and uh, whatnot. Um, but the difference was that some people were asking me how, how the bite was and stuff like that. I didn't tell the bride about it until the very end of the night, and I barely talked to her at all. And when I, when I went to congratulate her husband, uh, Ryan, his yeah. name is as well, yeah. it was like right. if you if think my, the race situation from, uh, you know, was, was Larry David-like from last week's episode – this was totally Larry David. Like, yep. Totally. Cause no, totally said, Larry. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. So, so when I, when I met up with him, the, the groom, I hugged him and I said, congratulations. And I said, uh, many, uh, you know, good wishes and, uh, uh, paper towels and all that. And, and I just, it was very clear that I did not care, you know, and I'm just saying, I'm right. just basically like pretending to say like, I'm, I'm blatantly, Say, like pretending to say what people say. So, uh, and uh, ho- hopefully he didn't really notice it. But then I try to get out of the wedding venue. I uh, couldn't find the car. So then I go back in, this is at the end of the night, I go back into the building. And no matter wh- where I was, Henry always wound up there. Henry was there and like oh, waiting in the dark. Yeah, exactly. He was waiting in the darkness for me. And uh, he's, he had a martini. And uh, he. <laughs> I said, uh, I said, hey, do you mind pointing me in the direction of the uh, uh, car? And he said, yeah, I think you parked right up the hill. And he came out of his sound booth and he says, by the way, uh, he killed the dog. What? And when he what? said that, my heart, yeah, my heart sank. Like, my heart stopped and sank. And I said, what? Like you just said. And he said, he killed the dog. And I said, How? And he made a, a motion, like a gun motion, I think, just uh, – and then he made the gun motion with his hand. And I said, that is not at all uh, what I, – I, oh, and then I kept saying Jesus Christ over and over again. Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ. Oh, fuck me, and man. this other guy, Henry's assistant, comes in and he says, oh, you told him? Oh, why'd you tell him? Uh, now he has to carry that around. But Henry was a, of, of the mind that that's what needed to happen. I'm not of that mind, but that's what – Henry said, so I go out on the um, deck so he can point me to my car, and he says, uh, he says, yeah, the, the Henry's assistant was like, yeah, he, apparently he's a 12-year-old rescue dog, and the owner's been having issues with it ever, uh, you know, for a while now, ever since he uh, adopted it, and uh, I guess this was like the last straw, and I said, you know, the bite wasn't worth uh, him killing the Murder. dog, and he yeah. And he said that's, uh, you know, and then he reiterated the whole 12-year-old rescue, blah, blah, thing. So then I'm, um, so then I, I walk up the hill to get to the car. And when I'm up there, I find two very wasted and stoned friends of mine. And I was like, I was, I said, and that's, you know, that's what I had at the moment. So I just said, dude, they, the guy, he killed the dog. Keep in mind, I'm right next to the guy's property now because I'm at the car where I parked right there. And, of course, uh, right. And all that guy's lights are on too, like and every like everything's normal. But I, I told uh, Ryan and Joe, um, another Ryan and a different Joe. <laughs> I said uh, uh, he killed the dog, and then that guy Ryan was trying to calm me down, saying he got viciously attacked by a dog, and then they killed the dog, like they put down the dog, and he felt really bad about that for a long time. So then um, I finally let uh, those bozos uh, alone and got in the car, although they were somewhat comforting. And uh, when I um, was driving back to the hotel, I was very, um, very uh, shaken. And I kept like uh-huh. tear- tearing up a bit, not like crying or anything, but like t- like tearing up because I think I was in a state of shock, like literal shock, of not like, yeah. So um, partly because of the bite and all that you know, connotation there and then the context with, you know, worrying about. Uh, what could happen with the dog bite, but mostly because of the murder. And um, I, uh, so then I go back to the hotel and uh, the next day I drove back from Virginia. And um, when I got back here, I, I did a teledoc thing, called the doctor and the doctor like prescribed me antibiotics and stuff. But then today I saw my therapist and he said, he he thinks I should actually go see a doctor and get like since the dog's dead now and, and they can't uh, 
uh, test the dog. He said that I should go get, you know, sh- rabies shots and rabies shit like shots, that. Yeah. Right. Rabies, tetanus, whatever. Um, and all that stuff. He, yeah. Yeah. So everyone prior to this was saying, oh, yeah, that's, you know, even my therapist today was like, that's very unlikely. But, uh, you know, just uh, do it just in case. But um, uh, anyway, that that's uh, that's what fucking happened, man. It was traumatic as shit. I am speechless, dude. I am <laughs> well, speechless. That I mean That's good. All I gotta yep. say all I gotta say is that's your higher power telling you no more weddings. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> that's well, it. In a way, you reached your low a, point. <laughs> yeah, seriously. In a way I'm glad you're speechless because you know what time it is. Oh yeah. I don't know what happened to Weeks. I think he may have uh, been driving his car through Times Square today or something. Oh. Oh. Uh, I, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know where he is. He's. I think he probably fell asleep because I sure damn near did. But uh, that. Uh, you got your boy Vinny B on here instead. So, Tom Fogarty, what's going on, sire? How you doing? What's your life about? What's... Oh, just sitting here watching MasterChef Junior. It's down to the finale. That's I my heard excitement were... for the night. I heard you were uh, welling up with tears of... Uh, yeah. Of, uh, it's, just, it's such a good version of that franchise. I mean, you know, because adults can be so fucking nasty. And these yeah. kids are like really genuinely happy for one another and it's nice to see. You forget that. Uh, that is nice, especially in our current you forget that. climate. Um, if I go off, all right. Yeah. So, uh, Tom Fogarty, who have you got for us tonight, aside from all well, the noise that Vinny's making for the hot mess? Let's just start right off with where you think Weeks might be. That fucking, that fucking asshole from the Bronx that uh, apparently they're saying he was smoking some synthetic marijuana. You know, that Uh-oh. that crap that's like bath salts that can make you like yeah. see demons and want to eat people and shit. Yeah. 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 So, but the thing that's the most disturbing is... They said he was never right when he came back from service. Apparently he was in the Navy and did time in some hot-ass war bed that we, uh, you know, seem to be in these days. And there's Uh clearly signs, like friends have been dropping him right and left because of his instability. Mm -hmm. He already has two DWIs, and he's had a suspended license. But yeah, let's just you know put let him get behind the the wheel of a car and continue to. So I mean I don't know who's the worst hot mess, him or the system that you know fails the hymns of the world like this. I mean I'm not mm-hmm. saying he's not culpable, but at the same time, when somebody's like not in their right fucking mind and people know it, it behooves somebody to do something. Yeah. Exactly. Well, keep in mind, service keeps you sober. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> and who is your second hot mess, sire? Well, of, of course, it's got to be Chris Cornell hanging from a rope. Oh my Uh-oh. God! Oh yeah! Oh no! I mean, that's uh, again. You know, the, the apparently the folks who were around him were saying there were no signs. He's really been happy in, in recent days. Well, that right there is a sign for somebody who's, like, really depressed, you know, and that, like, depressive situation, they say, when they start being really cheery and stuff, that's maybe when you should be paying a little more attention because they've made oh, up God. their mind at that point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that, I just that got really worried about the, a lot of people. Where yeah, the rumors really. are heading now, yeah. Ew. But, I mean, everybody that, you know... Everybody that's speaking, it's sort of the same. Again, it's just that same situation. Just you know, because he's been clean and sober for years, 
doesn't mean that the demons left. It just meant that there's no more, you know, fuel to the fire of the demons. But right. he still had the demons. I mean, that was in his music. You know, I mean, is is was there a more aching and plaintive voice of that period than his when have, Soundgarden they, was on top? I mean, yeah, and they had a big comeback recently too. Like, uh, yeah, they're a year on tour now. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Jesus Christ, yeah. They're on tour, and that's just one of the what ten bands that he was in and had some success with. You know, yep. he had all those little side side shits and yeah, Temple of the Dog, Audio Slave. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's fucked up. Damn. R.I.P. And who is yep. your final yep. hot mess, sire? Well, my last one has just got to be, I, I don't know if it's Amber Rose herself or if it's the bodyguard security that was sleeping at the time or if it's the asshole that actually broke in and hung out in the house for four fucking hours doing weird things. <laughs> As Amber says, after they all watched the security videos of this guy roaming around the house while they all slept for four hours. Damn. Yeah. Was it? Was yeah, it? Yeah, I think maybe you need a new security <laughs> team. What kind of weird? What kind of weird things is he doing? Well, they haven't said yet, so I'm wondering. Makes one wonder. Yeah. Yeah, you know, was, was he fucking wonder. the watermelon or uh, yeah. Uh, that's um, racist. What up, what up, what up? <laughs> oh my god, uh, right. rubbing his naked ass on the kitchen countertop. <laughs> I mean what was <laughs> maybe, What was he doing? He was, was he was he jerking off while he was watching Amber sleep? I mean Yeah. Or maybe yeah. he was putting putting maybe he was filling Amber with food and putting her over a glass coffee table. <laughs> uh, oh man, I thought of you the other night. We saw this. Um, oh my God, it's a comedy special that Showtime is running right now. Uh, what's the nasty show? Nasty show? You no, know, the the nasty show that the guy that does all the fucking roasts. Uh, Jeff Ross. The guy who's like, huh? Jeff, Jeff Ross. Ross? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, there's this thing that's showing on, I think it's Showtime, The Nasty Show. Okay. And he had all these really rather blue and bizarre comics, but the evening ended with Gilbert Gottfried. Uh, I, don't know if you, I don't know if you have heard his new Bill Cosby joke or not, but it is fucking brilliant, where he says uh, he's going on about doing a show with Bill Cosby back in the day, and he said, and I complained to him about having a stomachache. And the next thing I knew, he was bringing me a glass of water and a couple pills. <laughs> I don't know what happened, but I did wake up with my pants down around my ankles. <laughs> and the last thing I remember was him going, <laughs> and he goes on, I swear to God, for five minutes. His so impression of Bill Cosby. To the point where nobody is laughing anymore. <laughs> it's brilliant. It's brilliant. Yeah. It made me laugh even more. It is fucking brilliant. He has a tendency yeah, to uh, really push the envelope when, when he's not doing well. He'll he'll go on forever. Yep. Yeah. So if people are, people are laughing, he'll go on until they're not laughing anymore. Um, <laughs> but uh, uh, Vinny, did you get the jokes that I sent you? Oh, shit. No, I didn't. Uh, I'll check right now. Check right now. See all if right. you have them. So sorry right, about I hope I have. No, man, that's cool. Yeah, baby, here we go. We got joke right. action. Nice. Uh, are you guys lubed up and ready to joke off? I am uh, lubed, baby. All right, let's go. Different strokes rule the world. That's how my dad does it. And the pudding right. and the pie. And the... <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Kick us off, Week Bonds. Now playing the part of Weeks. Okay, here we go. A new ad for Axe Spray asks questions that men commonly struggle with. Like, is it okay to not like sports? Is it okay to wear pink? Is it okay to be a virgin? Is it okay to experiment with guys? Is it still okay to wear Axe? Axe? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, 
Is it okay to wear a romper? Oh, God. (laughs) I'll be at the gym with people who uh, are spraying Axon, and I'm thinking that, like, do they still think it's 2003? I mean, it's just, it's so potent. Wait, people really still wear that? Yeah. Like, people at the gym. uh, It's terrible. Yep. Oh, my God. Okay, Fox News' Brett Bayer said this week he asked Republicans to appear on his program to comment on the alleged Comey memo, and none would appear. No Republicans appearing on Fox News is like John Weeks not eating his meals on the toilet. (laughs) 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 President Trump since the Comey scandal, but there is no kryptonite for Lex Luthor. Yep, that is true. That is true. That is definitely true. White House Press Secretary, my man Sean Spicer, told reporters President Trump is interviewing four people to head the FBI, including Andrew McCabe, Frank Keating, Joe Lieberman, and Richard McFeely. Requirements for the job will be that they are knowledgeable about the law enforcement, have had experience in government, and that they like them. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Lord. White House chief strategist holds off. What's going on? I think Vin. Wait, did we lose? Uh, no. No, Fogarty, no. you're there, right? <laughs> I'm yeah, here. Yeah, no, it, it's it because just suddenly sounded like I was talking into a wind tunnel. I don't know what's going on. It's because Vinny is um uh, uh, traveling around the city trying to run away from noisy spots. It's uh, so true. Okay. And I I apologize. Sorry about that. <laughs> okay. I just had to run away from a crazy homeless person. I swear. Oh. That's what I was doing right now, but I apologize. <laughs> you can't you can't find a toilet with a glory hole. White House chief strategist. Whoa, do tell. Oh, Steve Bannon. <laughs> White House chief strategist pulled out of appearing at a Washington think tank this week after scholars expressed alarm at giving such a controversial figure a friendly platform. Maybe it's the first time Steve Bannon has ever pulled out of anything. (laughs) (laughs) This week, President Trump... Oh, God, I, I vomit every time I say that. This week, President Trump allegedly discussed highly classified information with Russians at the White House, making Wall Street push the panic button on Wednesday. Wednesday, I started panicking on election night. (laughs) 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 Election night. Yeah, I was thinking election night as well, but that's right. You panic on election night. (laughs) See what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Texas Congressman Al Green called for the impeachment of President Trump on the House floor Wednesday for obstruction of justice and then sang, Let me see the saints, baby, since we've been together. Yeah. you forever. Is what I need. Yeah. yeah, baby. That was great. That was awesome. Was I can't one. hit those. Those notes are hard to hit. I'll say. 
<laughs> Nobody else on can SNL, find them either. On SNL this past weekend, A.D. Bryant played Sarah Huckabee in a sketch of a press conference where she said her father is Mike, Mike Huckabee and her mother is a big southern hamburger. In response, Governor Governor Huckabee said, I thought it was a little bit silly, sexist, and misogynist, but my daughter is certainly capable of handling a whole lot worse than that, like having me as her father. (laughs) Wow. I'll say. I'll say. Apologies in advance for this one, Vinny. Hugh Jackson told me. Hugh Jackman told reporters this week that you won't see him in a Deadpool movie. You will, however, see him in Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, ah. baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Works for me. <laughs> Michael Moore said this week that he's working on a film that will finally put an end to Donald Trump's success. The filmmaker said, no matter what Trump does, he remains standing. That all ends with this movie. Right. Because that worked so well the last time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I thought it was the play that he, that he says he's good, that's going to do him in. Mm, he said it's the, the next, you mean the last one or the next one? No, he's going he's gonna to be on Broadway the middle of the summer. For like Mike, a 12 week sure, run. You sure you're not confusing Michael Moore with Brendan Yuri? Nope. Michael Moore. <laughs> being directed by like being directed by like some big fucking director. Wow. What's the yeah. is he acting it? I don't understand. What is this? Yes, he's gonna he's gonna be on stage and ranting for two hours. Oh, like Charlie Sheen. Uh no, like who did something like this a few years ago? Billy Christmas. Uh, <laughs> Charlie Steen. No, Colin, the old Saturday nope. Night Live dude. Didn't he have uh, like a one-man quasi-stand-up comic routine? Yeah, Colin Quinn, directed by Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah, well, this is this is like got big fucking props, too. Mm, okay. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. I'll, I'll go see it. Let's go see it. Yeah. Nice. Should Keenan Thompson return to SNL next season, he will make history, becoming the single longest-running SNL cast member ever at 15th season. But what about Laurie Beth Denberg? No. <laughs> no. I don't, think, I don't think anyone but me understands that one. Uh. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Several oh, man. customs officers allege they were sexually assaulted by coworkers at Newark Airport as part of a disturbing ritual that involved being duct taped to a table officers called the rape table. In response, President Trump said, "No, the rape table is what we call the desk in the Oval Office." <laughs> no. And Gee, I wonder why we, I, I wonder why Weeks didn't come on. I wonder why Weeks didn't come on this week, this time. <laughs> okay. Uh, you think this, tele- this time's too far? Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Disgraced televangelist Jim Baker said this week, the spirit of the Antichrist is alive and well and living inside people who dare to mock President Donald Trump. In response, Trump said, I'm going to have to disagree with my good friend Jim. The Antichrist is Rosie O'Donnell. I oh, child, things are going to get easier. Oh, child, things are going to get better. Okay, uh, so Michael Moore on Broadway yeah. called The Terms of My Surrender, directed by Michael Mayer who brought us Spring Awakening and Hedwig and the Angry Inch. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. And everybody wow. surrounding it, the Tony winners, the lighting person, the sound person, the 
Yeah, it's like Ushers. they're sinking a lot of fucking money into this. Can a Broadway show bring down a sitting president? That's the wow. tagline. Wow. That's yep, yep, awesome. yep. But what yeah. I was referring to is there's a movie that he's doing called Fahrenheit 11.9. That's the movie he was talking about. Oh. That doesn't yeah. even make sense. Mm. Well, you know, like Fahrenheit 9-11 was the last yeah. one about, and then yeah. Fahrenheit 11-9 yeah. meaning election day. Yeah. Erection gotcha. day. Erection day, yeah. <laughs> I gotcha. Okay, let me go see who wins. Okay, let me go find weeks in a tunnel. <laughs> wow. Good night, sire. Wow, no. I'm just seeing this, the new uh, Jean-Michel Basquiat painting. Yeah. Of a skull just of a skull just sold for one hundred and ten and a half million dollars. Oh my god. Erected. Yep. What the fuck? <laughs> Jesus. Hang on, Gina. Okay, bye. Bye, Gina. See you later. Good night. Bye, Gina. Good night. Bye, Gina. <laughs> <laughs> oh um, man. Did he just call you quinoa? Did he just say bye I quinoa? Think so. Uh, I so, think so. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to take up too much more of your time here, but uh, uh, so what's the the horrifying story I told you earlier? Did you have any any other reaction besides your initial one that you would care to share? I mean, you know, I came on your show and like it's pretty comedy oriented, and that just took me down, bro. Hmm. <laughs> I mean. I did not expect it with the guy fucking shooting his dog. And what the hell was Henry thinking about saying, yep, no, he did the right thing there. Shot him right in the head. <laughs> took him right out. <laughs> took care of that little problem of yours. Oh, you're you're a snowflake from the city. <laughs> you Henry, voted for Hillary. <laughs> well, I think Henry, I was thinking Henry may have even voted for Hillary because he was, he did not, he, did, he didn't seem hillbilly-like. He... He seemed uh-huh. to have a head on his shoulder. And he also said something about, though, the one thing that threw me off was, you know, when he was saying that it was the right thing to do to, you know, put down the dog, he said, uh, uh, you know, I mean, you can't just have that. We live in a civilized society. And I immediately thought of Trump, and, and but I didn't say anything because I didn't know Henry's uh, uh, political right. leanings. But um, mm-hmm. it was Northern Virginia, so it was, you know, Virgi- keep in mind, Virginia still, Virginia went to Hillary. Uh yeah, but it's still the South. <laughs> All right. Well, it's what, still the South. It's still the South. Well, and my well, last I, thing I want to say on that point, yeah. I want to say on that yeah. point, there's a yeah. humane way of putting down a dog. Yeah. There Not is, that. Where you give, mm. you give them two drugs. One puts them to sleep so they're in a calm state, and the other drug stops their heart. You don't fucking take a 45 Magnum and blow his brains up. No. You know what I mean? And he could have just waited a little. Maybe there's a little tiny bit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, you weren't calling the SWAT team on him. I, I, I just don't know what he was thinking about. Was he like, shit, Fido, you're done. <laughs> that's I, I guess. Off, Fido. The, well, that's and the, the, last... the thing. It gets, it gets Wait, my have... mind. Huh? No, no. I got one last thing I want to say on that point is that he first told you, oh, that never happened. And then later, and later on, Henry goes, oh, he was a problematic dog. Well, you know what I mean? So there, there was other instances. No, but Henry said that the, that the neighbor's dog biting me never happens. Henry's the one who said that. And then Henry said later on that after he talked to the dog owner, the dog owner mm-hmm. said it was problematic. Um, but that, that's what it gets me in this cyclical thinking because I think, okay, well, it hasn't, ha- I mean, it, so it, it has happened multiple times before where there, this dog has been a problem, but then that gets me thinking, right. well, why the fuck did he have him out in the yard, you know, where no people were parking on. their cars? Yeah. Right. Where, yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, and then I exactly. just can't come to a resolution in my head, which I guess doesn't really matter because the dog's dead and I have rabies. <laughs> Oh man, you you most likely don't have rabies, dude. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, but I got to go see Doctor Fuzzy tomorrow, Doctor uh, Fezziwig. So, uh, 
Uh, what what's um what's your thank you so much by the way I, uh, thank you for uh, filling in the last minute here I don't know where Weeks is I hope he's okay I I this I would say this is unlike it of him to do but he has done this before uh, usually there's oh, some yeah. sort of a yeah but usually there's some sort of um explanation prior to the end of the show uh so I don't know what happened this time hope he's all right uh but what is your favorite scene in she's in my mind for Jermaine to bind mine all right, let's see. What is my favorite scene from... Okay, here we go. All right, my favorite scene from... Amanda Bang Bang Bang, she's a bing bing bing, bing bing bang bang, bing bing bing, um, Pitbull bite me in the ass. Um, anyway, is um, she uh, plays a senator, and uh, he is speaking at a, an alleged mob boss's uh, commu- uh, son's communion. So uh-huh. allow me to, uh, to begin. Uh, okay. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. And it was a very, very happy day for me and uh, my wife, Mrs. Geary. We see Nevada for far too seldom, but particularly today, when, when we can, we can join with old friends, we can make new friends, and we help celebrate a young man's first communion. And also to thank that boy's family for a magnificent contribution to the state. I have here in my hand a check made out to the university, and it is a magnificent endowment in the name of uh, Anthony Vato Colioni. And the check is signed by that young man's parents, whom I think we should recognize. Mike, Pat, uh, Kay, stand up, please. Stand up. Let the folks see you, folks. I want you to join with me in giving a real Nevada thank you to Mr. and Mrs. Michael Corleone. And that is one of my favorite all-time scenes, and she's the main, main, Amanda Bynes, main, main, main. <laughs> very nice. <laughs> Hashtag Dr. Nice. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you. Um, so my favorite scene in she's the main, main, future main, Bynes, <laughs> main, is when uh, I had literally just said to you, usually we hear from weeks uh, prior to the end of the show, and, uh, and Amanda Baines is just amazing in this movie where she actually plays John Weeks and texted at uh, <laughs> the, la- the last minute here and, uh, <laughs> and says, Maine, with a bunch of exclamation points. I failed, a bunch of exclamation points. I'm so sorry, oh gosh. My phone died and wasn't working, exclamation points. I'm terrible, exclamation points. Please forgive me, exclamation points. No! (laughs) Literally, my phone died, wasn't working, and I was charging it, and it wouldn't turn on. I had to charge it completely until it turned on. Oh, boy, don't hate me. Is it too late to do it now? My phone's been doing this all day. It wouldn't turn on this morning, and I was late to work. No alarm. I apologize, sir. I'll make it up. I promise. Let me know how I can, and don't say jump off a bridge, lol. Yeah. And that's my favorite scene in season May May Feature Major. And I said <laughs> I said to him, Finishing show now, you bastard. All good. We just better have a show soon, you bastard. <laughs> that's my favorite scene in season May May Feature Major by mine. Excellent. Good man. That that is a great scene. That is a great scene. <laughs> Thank oh, you. Man. So he so he had to wait for his whole tra- phone to charge. Right? So, Does I he mean, still have like a flip phone? Or no? <laughs> he would, but no, he has. Yeah, he has an iPhone now. <laughs> he also keeps oh, his red man. receipts on. Yep. Oh, by the way, <laughs> I meant to tell you that that they're on uh, Facebook. I saw this this guy, uh, a friend of mine, Patrick, who DJs at clubs in LA. He said right. his Facebook status was, "I got uh, I got a cute boy's number the other night when I was DJing, and when I texted him." texted him he had his red receipts on so basically it's over <laughs> uh, oh my god i'm so <laughs> glad i was never in a dating scene when i was uh texting that would have been bad yeah on grinder uh, and everything as is your want yeah so um yeah. w-o-n-t not w-a-n-t i can think of no better way of ending the show than by saying if it ain't showbiz it ain't a biz Hit the brakes, Florence. Somebody owes me a martini. And if you have a Barbie doll, what are you going to do with that thing? Uh, smack it 
wet it, rub it down. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> Very close. <laughs> Good night, Vinny. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Good night.